In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 320 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... The Magistrate of Caravan City and yeah. one half of the FWF Tag yeah. Team Champions. I am Captain Joe Shoes from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yeah you are buddy. What's up? Gomez, do you hear that? Let me hear. What, what am I like? Listen, listen close. Everybody out there in Radio Land, lend me your ears and listen closely because do you hear that? That is the sound of a smile, and you can hear it from a million miles away because I am so excited. We are done with the six weeks of horror. <laughs> moving on. We are moving on to the good stuff. The stuff all you people want to hear about the episode six years in the making. The legend of Bagger Vance finally comes to the Car Jomez podcast. Woo! Can't wait. Boy, oh boy. What an episode we're going to have here. Gomez, if I was any more excited, I'd have to fuck the wall if it had a vagina. <laughs> oh, that lucky wall. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness, what a time. What a time to be alive, Gomez. What a I love time. It. I love this. This is great. You are just, I mean, I can see the smile, but I didn't need to. I can hear it. I definitely hear it. My man is glowing today, bro. I, I love it. Six weeks of terribleness thrown <laughs> upon me by what, what is supposed to be one of my best friends. What a scumbag piece of shit you are. And now... We can actually move into Happy Joe mode. Yeah, all right. It was the horror movies doing that. Yes, not not the rest of the world. How dare you? Unbelievable. Oh, Blaming God. six weeks of horror on all your woes. Uh, all of them. All of my <laughs> woes. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is great. I love a happy episode. It's going to be fun. Woo. Oh my, this is going to be terrific. So thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to this. Leave a five-star review. Share it with your friends. If you leave a review, screenshot it, tweet it to us at Car Jomez, and we'll send you an autographed 8x10. I, I, I mean, I, I guess whoever wanted one got one already. Maybe we won't send you an autograph 8x10 because you're not going to leave a fucking review. Who gives a shit at this point? I'm not your dad. I can't tell you what to do. Maybe go fuck yourself. Maybe don't go fuck yourself. Maybe, maybe you will leave a review. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll leave a new review if you've left one before. I don't know. You know, I, I don't I can't tell the future, Gomez. I'm just here living and reveling in every single moment. 
Yeah, yeah. I I I assume uh, if you wanted one, you got one. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how it feels. <laughs> Awfully lonely up in those mentions on the Twitter lately. Oh, I've actually, been talking. I was gonna say actually that's actually contrary to popular belief because we've had a lot of action on Twitter. The Council of Jeffs, Eddie Bowman, people going back and forth trying to punish me for being in a good mood. Don't want to see Joe in a good mood. Want to punish me for slaying and slaying coming up. Everybody coming in hot with their suggestions. Enjoy your four weeks, bro. Enjoy it. Like (laughs) you motherfuckers really want to fucking put me through the ringer. Nah, you liked it last year. We had fun pairing the movies. A Joe movie, a Joe Christmas movie with a Mez Christmas movie. Yeah, we, we it did. Was, it slang was and good. slang was a good time last year. It was the first time we did it. I think it worked pretty well. And I got some fun ones. Like, I'm trying to have fun again. I got one movie that it's on uh, the Roku channel. This is something I want to download because we also need it because next week is the Weird Al movie, which is exclusively on Roku channel. You can't just, you can't just buy it. No, it's free. But you just got to download this app. So I'd rather I mean, just buy it. Just download the app. So then you can watch the Weird Al. We'll talk about it next week, I'm sure. And then in December, there's this one movie in particular that it's like it was made for our double main man, Joe, here. The premise, the people who are in the movie, oh, it's going to be good. I can't wait. Is it Bagger Vance 2? <laughs> No, I would never hold that secret. I would let you know immediately if there was a Bagger Vance. You know, too. I really hope somebody would. Like, if if there was a Bagger Vance sequel in the works somewhere. And full disclosure, I did reach out this week and try to get in touch with Will Smith. It's worth a shot. Why not? I figured my man's been going through a lot lately. Maybe this is the time where maybe he doesn't have a lot going on. Maybe Lay his low. Q rating is down a little bit. Maybe now is when he can slum it and come on the Car Jomez podcast. It's a good so, PR move. So you know what? <laughs> I, I reached out. I reached out on Instagram, sent him a DM, you know, tried to be respectful, said, how you doing, Mr. Smith? My name is Joe from the Car Jomez podcast. Uh, we will be doing a watch of the Legend of Bagger Vance. And if you got some time, I'd love to come. I'd love to have you come on and talk about it because it's unironically one of my favorite movies. And I'd love to have you there talking about Bagger Vance. Probably the best film he's ever done. I bet he doesn't get a lot of DMs like that one. <laughs> With the words Bagger Vance. <laughs> Unfortunately, he uh, he didn't even read it. It's just a sent still. So yeah, He's still going through it, you know. Yeah. You might think we're trying to ambush him or something. But, I mean, this is – I mean, we might not want him slapping people in the face, but, I mean, we, we love our Will Smith. We we love Will Smith. He's, yeah, a, he's done a lot of good. He's I mean, Independence Day, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Bad Boys. Vance, Bad Boys. Oh, you don't like Bad Boys? You know? It's fine. You know, it's, I, it's I like fine. it enough. Yeah. It's, I could have done without part three. <laughs> yeah, you sure? I think there's a part where well, there was a part four coming out, but you know, Will Smith, proje- Will Smith projects are, you know, yeah, not really, not really high on the list. What was of, the, uh, what was the Netflix one he did that they spent like a billion dollars on? Uh, like, bright, right? Right. I, I, I was going to say glow. I knew that wasn't right though. <laughs> 
they're supposed to make a sequel, right? I, it's supposed to be a whole universe, wasn't it? Yeah, there? probably. It's been, maybe it's been not a couple years, though, has it? That was a while maybe ago. Maybe not the best. It was not very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an idea. But, but Will Smith, you're great if you're listening. We love you. We love you, man. No disrespect. <laughs> uh, Gomez, so much going on today, uh, or this week. I, I got to meet the Hulkster, Hulk Ooh. Hogan. It's very awesome. Where was and, he? What was what, what, going on? So the Hulkster was doing a signing at his place of business in Orlando, Florida. Um, my buddies, Brian Myers, Knick, were going to make the trip down because they are trying to collect as many of the Hasbro figures, the original 90s WWF Hasbro figures. They're awesome. trying to get them autographed. Brian's down to a very select few of living people that he needs to say living, yeah. I can only imagine. So he uh he needed all four Hogan signed. Knick needed three Hogan signed. So they were like, fuck it, we're spending the money. Let's go. So of course I, I went, tagged along, got to meet Hulk Hogan. I made the Hulkster laugh. Oh shit. That's great. Cause I went up, he said, How you doing, brother? And I said, I'm out here hanging out with the Hulkster. I'm doing pretty damn good. He goes, I wish my uh, my two ex-wives felt the same. <laughs> and I said, well, you know what? You're better than me. I got zero ex-wives. And he goes, I don't know. You may have won that one, brother. And I go, well, you tell me. Is it better to have loved and lost than never have loved at all? <laughs> so this is the conversation I had with Hulk Hogan. Oh, that's good. <laughs> And That's I came awesome. away with an 8x10 of him from No Holds Barred, signed in beautiful blue paint pen, Hulk Hogan. Rip him. Love it. I was going to ask what you have signed. That's great. <laughs> so it was. he was cool. Like It's been a long time since I've been online like as a fan for an autograph signing, especially one of these ones where you get there, you wait in line, you talk to the people around you, in front of you, behind you. You kind of see what they're getting signed. You know, you show them what you're getting signed. You compare stories. Have you met him before? Yeah. And, you know, back when I was in my, like, late teens, early 20s, I would go to as many of these things as possible. Ooh, there tons was always, of them. Yeah, and they, they used to be free, a lot of them. Yeah, you know, whenever, it was right by our house, Video whenever, Game Central. Whenever WWE would come to town, they'd be, you know, someone would be signing at, like, the uh, at the used car mall or something or, or in a shopping mall or wherever. There was always people coming around. And you kind of made friends because you'd see the same people at all the signings. Everybody was like a super fan. Everybody would go. People would get their hours in advance. One of my best friends I met uh, on the line for the Dudley to meet the Dudley boys back in like 2000. And five years later, we recognize each other at wrestling school. We become a tag team. You know, so and was, he came up to me. He's like, hey, did, were you online to meet the Dudley boys back here at this place? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because we had been talking figures and stuff. I, I remember he had the buried alive four pack at the time, which was the only way to get the executioner figure. And I thought that pack. was a I thought that was a big <laughs> deal. So I was like, oh, my God, you're the dude with the executioner figure. And, <laughs> and that's it. the story of how Joe So Delicious and L Shoes became the ultra strengths. Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> but it was like really cool to be back in that um obviously being there with brian a lot of wrestling fans recognized him i know it's gotta be so weird right you know you're going to meet hogan all of a sudden fucking brian myers is standing <laughs> in front of you like wait what the fuck 
you know, uh, people from the major pod group, you know, recognize me by association, you know, so it, it's, it was a good time, man. It really was. It was good to be like back in that mode where it was like, you know, like you just remember, like I, like I said, I'm always about the nostalgia and it, bring, it brings you back. It brings He's you back. back. It really does. I like I don't, I don't, I'm not like back, back, but I mean, this oh, yeah. is you're getting there it slowly, the baby. You're wrestling, waiting online for autographs. Come on, baby. What a fucking Hulkster, man. Like, and the thing is, you really got to start. Like, I'm in my 40s. You know, like, it sounds morbid to say, but like, how many more opportunities am I really going to have to meet Hulk Hogan? No, it's true. Yes. You know, even when we were at WrestleCon this year, like Brian was pushing me, like and, and Swaggle too. Like, man, go take a picture with the honky tonk man. Go take a. You don't know how many more chances you'll have to do this, you know. And it's it sucks to say, but you know it was all fresh in our minds because Scott yeah. Hall had just died like a few yeah. weeks before. Shit so it was like, you know what? When you're when you have these opportunities, these people who did make an impact on your life, even if you don't know them, you're not friendly with them. I mean, for a lot of these guys, they're you know. Uh, kind of co-workers in a sense, not not for me. I'm really just a fan at this point, if anything. But these people did make an impact on my life in some way. So if you have that opportunity, like you really do have to seize it while you can. I agree, always. Experiences. Life is about experiences. Go out and experience shit. And speaking of experiences, Gomez, how would you like an experience? <sighs> of course. Let's because what we got. December 8th, Oh, your double main man is gonna be in Long Island, New York, as part of the major wrestling figure podcast toy drive. And uh, it'll be co opted with a creator pro wrestling show. Admission is two sealed wrestling figures per person. So, you want to come to the show, you bring two sealed wrestling figures, you can come meet all the wrestlers. If you bring 10 wrestling figures to donate to Toys for Tots. You'll get an exclusive 8x10 print, which will be signed by everybody that is going to be on it. Apparently, I'm on it, which I didn't expect. Crazy. There's, Love it. There's a lot of, I mean, everyone is like a big-time TV wrestler, and then there's me. You deserve it, bro. Don't even play. Love we got it. the return of Alex Riley. I was shocked when I saw that. <laughs> I love it. When I, when I was told that they, they were running down the list, Brian was running down the list. We were hanging out the other day, and he's like, oh, Alex Riley. And I, I'm sorry, what? Who? He's, he's <laughs> like, I, I, you know, say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Riley and David Otunga, two of the greatest theme musics of, like, the past generation that no one talks about. So funny. <laughs> that David Otunga song is fire. We should play a little bit of it here. I will. I haven't heard that in forever, bro. It's been a long time. Oh, David Otunga. I miss he, him. You know, you shouldn't miss him. We just saw him. I yes, he was a She-Hulk, right? He was in like two episodes of She-Hulk. <laughs> I was like, I, I remember, I just saw him somewhere. That's right. <laughs> so, guys, if you're in that area, come around to the Creative Pro Show December eighth in Long Island. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I had a super great time at last year's toy yeah, drive. Was, yeah, it was fun. It was really cool. And then afterwards, when we we drop off all the toys to the actual Toys for Tots facility. 
it is such a cool experience because we get to speak to the guy who kind of runs that chapter of the of the actual foundation and he was telling us that because of how big the major pods toy drive is every year that he actually gets asked to help spread what he's able to collect to different chapters um in new york whether that be suffolk county or queens and brooklyn because he brings in a significantly more amount uh, of of toys to be given out for Christmas to underprivileged children. So it was a really cool thing to and be a t- part you of. You told them no, right? You told them those toys, <laughs> no, these toys are for these kids. Don't be spending those. No, no, no. We collected for these ones. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some kids in Long Island who are going, what that Brooklyn kid get this? <laughs> Why can't I get two toys? I wanted get the Smart Mark pillow, buddy. That's awesome. I love it. I went last year. It was a lot of fun, and I love it. There's going to be a show afterwards. So unless Shiloh gets sick again, the plan again. Gomez got to meet his hero, Stang, last year. Oh, I hope he's there again. I love me some Stang. (laughs) Yes, I got to hang out with him. Or You know, you're a big-time guy. You got to go around and mingle sometimes. So I just hung out with Stang. It was chilling. It was fun. it It was a really cool experience. It was something I was really happy to be a part of. So I was, you know... Couldn't wait to volunteer my uh, whatever services I have to give this year again. Yes. Can't wait. Love it. We'll remind you, folks. Don't you worry. Uh, so, Gomez, what else you got going on this week? I wanted to ask you. Oh, I you... wanted to answer this. Because <laughs> I do. I just watched a lot of horror movies because six weeks of horror was over for you. It wasn't for, over for normal me. people, yeah. You know, because uh, it was still Halloween was yesterday. So I just watched a lot of horror movies. I did my stream. I went off, went off without a hitch. I watched I did it. about I, 48 I, I, minutes, 48 hours, excuse me. Of, I popped uh, in for a little bit and I saw some cartoons. I watched some Toxic Crusaders. I was sad because I didn't know you were working on Sunday. I had put some stuff on Sunday morning because I know you don't really watch, you know, the movies. But you pop in for the cartoons and for the TV shows. So I had a an episode of Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place that had Castle as one of the main oh. characters. I also had I showed the Boy Meets World episode with Jennifer Love Hewitt. So you oh. know, I try to give back to my main man here. You know, I try to be nice, but this guy is working around the clock, bastard. Unbelievable! Can't I'm I'm sorry I missed it. So you know that's what I've been watching. But I I know you had mentioned the show last week. And uh, you didn't finish it, and when I talked about it, mm-hmm. uh, the the Watcher, right on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, I uh, I did finish it because we had talked about how we were wondering how the ending was gonna play out. I was it... very curious about this. <laughs> now, Gomez, <laughs> if you remember, you said last week, like, I wonder if they'll just flash a graphic saying the case has never been solved, and Gomez, oh, guess what God. they did? No, they did. <laughs> Wow, because I, I saw stuff online. What the fuck is this? This is the worst. <laughs> oh, man. By the, That's funny. By the end of this show, you're like, this is fucking terrible. Like, I don't know how much of the, you know, how much of it is true and not true. Obviously, it's, uh, you know, souped up a little for, for television audience's sake. But by the end of it, you're just like hate watching it. And then it takes these directional turns kind of which once again i don't know what's true what's not true maybe some of the stuff i hated is actually part of the the true stuff yeah 
you know, but it was just like, oh, this woman on her deathbed is confessing that she was it. But then it was just so this guy would like leave this case alone and go back to his life because he's so obsessed with who's writing these letters. But then a lot of people think that it's the guy living in the house writing the letters because he was trying to get out of the purchase of the house because of <laughs> how bad it fucked up his like his family's financial health and stuff. That's funny. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's just like by the end of it, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm happy this is over. Oh, man. It sounded promising. I heard a lot of people talking about it. I heard a podcast. They described some stuff and it sounded I was like, oh, this just sounds crazy. I say it sounds a little silly, though, that it's based on a true story with kind of some of the stuff they're talking about. But still, uh, to have a disappointing ending, it's just nothing worse than that. Yeah, no, no sense of finality. And what you did get was very disappointing. So it's just, was it really time well spent? Honestly, if you haven't started it, I wouldn't. Maybe just read, you know, take take 20 minutes and, you know, read a some stories on Google about it or something instead of investing the seven hours it would take you to watch the series. You're better off doing that. I'll read the wiki page. That's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just do that. Mm. Now that uh, my horror movie watching it, well, it's not over. I watch horror most of the time, but you know, I put all my effort into that, but I am going to jump into uh, Andor now that I, uh, it's funny. Time you for say other that. stuff. Oh, did you start watching it? So I went back to it, started it from the beginning. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. I was going to start over. And honestly, maybe you don't care about the characters. You don't care about the characters. I don't care. And I was like, rather than I'm not forcing myself to watch it. Yeah. So I checked out. I'm done with it. I'm probably not going back. I understand. You gave it two shots. What are you going to do? That's that's more than it probably needed. So I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to do that this week. Now that I'm back down low, I'm like oh, now I have see. heard that it's kind of a slow burn, and it so picks up really well. Yeah, it picks up. You probably got to get to like episode four and five though. And yes. honestly, I'm just not kind of I'm not ready to invest that time into something I'm kind of bored with. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the first three episodes because everyone says what well, you should watch like the first three. That kind of gets the story going, whatever. And uh, if I'm into it, I'll keep going. If not, I will just start something else. You know. Yeah, we got Lord of the Rings. We're gonna start this week. So I'm, uh, you know, I hear very mixed things about this show. So I'm, you know, hesitant. I hear there's a lot of world building, like this kind of like a, a intro to the world, you know. And then like mm-hmm. season two, like stuff does happen in the season, but there's just a lot of like, hey, get to know the characters. Kind of like the first Lord of the Rings fellowship. Yeah. There's a lot of build up, and then it goes into the thing. So. We'll see. Other than that, I uh, haven't really watched much. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think non-horror stuff. What'd you do for Halloween? You you, you went trick or treat. Go trick or treat. We just go around the block. She's got all her friends. What were what was our costumes this year? Oh, she was a unicorn that uh, lights up. Had lights. A quintuple main man. You say? (laughs) Yes, she was. (laughs) It was cute. Uh, I dressed as a Game of Thrones character, Aemon Targaryen there, the little eye patch, little little blonde wig, you know, and uh, the wife was the spider. We just walked around the neighborhood for two, three hours. There was too many kids, though, I got to say, because now she goes with her crew, like we used to just do herself, and then we went with our friends, two, three kids. This year, it was like fucking 10 kids, bro. It's way too many fucking kids. 
They just run in the middle of the fucking street. You know how many times we're like, bro, it's the street. Why are you trying to get run over by cars? So I just got to stay. I basically stood in the middle of the street the whole night just to make sure no kid got hit. Not like I was going to get hit. I would run out the way, but, you know, I would have so told them, hey, there's a car coming. My community does something called trunk or treat. The yeah. whole thing is you're supposed to, like, open your trunk, decorate it a little bit, and the kids can go, you know, grab candy from trunk to trunk. Yeah. Um, I was going to do this. I thought about it. Considered it. I bought candy. I said, you know what? This is the year I become a pillar of this community. And then I thought about it and I said, you know what? I fucking hate children. So I took the candy. I went into my place, locked Put it in the my door. Belly. <laughs> I shut off all the lights. What I a t- real jerk. That's <laughs> what makes you a jerk. I turned the TV low. Hopefully it wasn't loud enough where they could tell someone was home. And I just sat there in the dark watching TV very low while I gorged on, on the candy that I was going to give out. I ate all of the three musketeers, didn't even save one for the next day, all of the three musketeers in my belly. And I said, this is what Halloween should be. The worst. What a <laughs> jerk. My goodness. We've been busy. There's a, there's a lot of activities. We did a trunk or treat. The school did a trunk or treat. That's like the thing nowadays, you know, supposed to be safer for the little kids, blah, blah, blah. But uh, most of these people, like you're supposed to, Dress up your trunk, like do like yeah. a theme and shit like that. Ninety percent of these people are just doing the bare minimum shit. Here's a bowl of candy it's sitting like, in my trunk. Like here's a bowl of candy to put up like a little fucking pumpkin little thing. It's like, come on, I want to see some creative things. One guy turned his car into a monster, to like teeth on it and stuff uh-huh. like that. That was cool. The rest of them, boring. I'm like, come on, I want to see some creativity, bro. I mean, I was gonna pull out a put out a bowl of cigarettes. You know, but then I was worried that the kids would steal my lighter. You know, you're supposed to leave the lighter when you walk away. But, you know, these kids, I can't trust them. So I said, you know what? I'm taking these cigarettes back inside. These are my cigarettes now. I just have to say I've uh, I've went through my daughter's candy. Uh, I have no. How many razor blades? I have no fentanyl. I have no marijuana. I have. You also no have Xanax. no more candy after going through it like that. Like this is this is unacceptable. Where is all the hard drugs that I've been promised? This is bullshit. Unacceptable. There wasn't even that many good candies. I don't know. The candy was just it was whatever. I'm very disappointed. I'm not what really happy. laffy taffy. I love a laffy taffy. What's Dude, wrong with a laffy taffy? I'm never a fan. Love I'm it. not a big taffy guy in general. I like a taffy. I'm a good, t- yeah. Like, Salt even Starburst taffy. for me are on the bottom end. Of- I know you're bro, a big Starburst. I'll fucking guy. stab you right now, bro. Starburst. Come How on. How are you going to stab me? You didn't get any razor blades in your candy. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican, bro. You know better. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so the candy was whatever. I don't know. I feel. Halloween is fun, but come on, it's just no one come to my house. We had two people come through my door. Do you, like, like I obviously you enjoy Halloween a lot more just because you have a kid and it's fun. Like I'm sure she gets excited for it. Like does that add to it for you? Oh uh, yeah, sure. But I mean, I just like Halloween because I like spooky stuff and I like decorating the house and you know I like yeah. giving candy because I love candy. I like to share my love here. Please enjoy this deliciousness. You know. Man, I couldn't care less. Because you're a jerk. <laughs> I'm not. I just don't want to be bothered. 
Just put the bowl out. You go to the dollar store, you get a, a dollar bowl, a plastic bowl. You throw a bag of candy in there. You can spend $5 and be done with it. That's it. Ah, the candy was better served coming inside with me. You buy yourself one bag. Of course you buy yourself some. I mean. Well, now I got crazy. myself two bags. <laughs> You're going to get a tummy ache. I did. <laughs> it, was, it was hard to sleep last night. Don't you want to give the children tummy aches? I couldn't give a fuck about the children. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> Episode 320. <laughs> no, we would never do that. Oh. Not when Gomez, yeah, we have ways. we know <laughs> the main event. I mean, this is this should probably be the last episode of the podcast. We're not going to top this. This is as excited as all the passengers of the Car Gomez podcast will ever get. All the shoonies out in Shoeville, where I promise the Grinch won't steal Christmas, and especially not our holiday roast beast. This is it. This is our Graceland, folks. We made it. I can't believe it. It's been a long journey. I'm surprised we never watched this. There's, there's, there's plenty of, of weeks where there's nothing to watch, and we're like, I don't know, we'll watch something. And it just never came up. It's just, it's interesting. I wonder why. You have stopped me at every opportunity. Yeah. I do not listen. I pick 90%, but if you want to watch something, I always go, of course, sure. I never deny you. How dare you? Finally, we're able to give the people what they've wanted this whole time. It took 320 episodes, but we finally made it. Gomez, do we have intro music? (laughs) Sure. Never mind. I'll sing it. Do-do-do. Bag of ants, bag of ants, bag of ants, bag of ants. Joking. <laughs> oh, that's some <laughs> intro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sad though. We've seen some good movies that should have also got fanfare. We gotta start doing fanfare for the movies we love. Because it really just adds to it. Because now I'm like pumped, ready to woo. I, I, when I tell you, I have never been as excited to record a podcast as I am on this very day. I am, that is not bullshit. I'm not lying to you. I'm not just hyping it up. This means so much. I've spoken about this movie ad nauseum over the past six years. And finally, we get to do an in-depth review the legend of bagger vance from the year 2000 in the year 2000 we're talking will smith we're talking matt damon and we're talking charlize theron gomez what is this movie about it's about matt damon he was a hot shot golfer back in the day but he lost his smile, bro, because uh, the war is tough, let me tell you. Yeah, it is. The war it's a tough, is tough business on families. So he lost his smile, and this movie is about this dude, Bag of Vans, trying to help him get that smile back, win this, this tournament in Savannah, Georgia. In Savannah, Georgia. Ooh, baby. Is this based on a real thing, Joe? 
It's not based on a real thing. It is a real thing. It's, it's like a real thing. I gotta know. Of I course know Bobby not. Jones. I know Bobby Jones is a real golfer, right? So is Walter Hagen. Um, but uh, apparently, mystical caddy Bagger Vance. Well, you know, just, I mean, just like the idea. He but just like, lives in the imagination of those who wish to keep him there. I know that, but what about like the tournament? Is that was that like a a thing? To be honest, I don't even know. Cause that's a gangster ass tournament, bro. They're just trying to bring some fair fanfare and something to cheer about to the wonderful town of Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> Probably the home of Eddie Bowman. Now, so this is one of Joe's favorite movies, which is always interesting to me because Joe, how many minutes of golf have you watched in your life? Watched? I don't yeah. know. Eleven. <laughs> how how much golf is in this movie? I was gonna say how much golf is in this movie. I've played mini golf a few times, but that's about as far as I go. It's not like I'm some big golfing aficionado. This is why when you always say it's one of your favorite movies, it's always puzzling. Like I understand a league of their own. You love baseball. It's a great baseball movie. It's a great movie. So like I get that. Legend of Bag of Vance. When you tell me, I'm like. I mean, it's got to be some banging-ass movie if it's about golf, of all things, to grab your attention. I just find it to be a very relatable story about a ghost caddy. <laughs> well, it is definitely a... Uh, it's a story, you know. It's it's a basic kind of uh, sports movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Down and, and out. the underdog of yeah, underdogs. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Going, going up against, you know, a couple of the world's best. You know, down-on-his-luck guy trying to... You know, who had a love of golf, was an excellent golf prospect, but goes to the war, has to deal with some PTSD and some trauma that he suffered over in World War One. comes back home to Savannah, Georgia. And now he's just, you know, out there sitting in dark basements, playing cards with some undesirables, drinking the, the devil's tonic. The devil's tonic. You know, not living a reputable lifestyle like he once was accustomed to. And he gets convinced to to join this golf match yes. on behalf of the town of Savannah, Georgia. Hometown hero, baby. Hometown have hero a, going up against two of the world's best. And while he's out there trying to just hack at golf balls in the middle of the night, going all over, lost his swing, lost his drive, lost his motivation. Who should come upon him? But Bagger Vance, and how did he get there? We don't know. Why did he choose there? We don't know why. But he's there, and he's there for a reason, and that's to help Matt Damon get his swing back. Watching this movie, the first thought I had is, this is a an adult movie that just does not get made anymore. Like, this is a movie... That's like it's just actors doing their thing. Yes, three great actors just doing their thing, and maybe this might be on Netflix. But this is the type of movie. This is what we don't get anymore. And this this made me sound like oh, I like this. It's just like a good old fashioned adult movie here. Yeah, it's for all intents and purposes just a story. Here's here's a story about people you know going through it and how they're gonna you know will they will they rise to the occasion or or just let it drop. Now, is there are there some favorite parts to this movie that you just like? Is there a scene 
Like, what's your most, what's what's your favorite scene in this movie that you're like, this fucking movie, man, this gets me every time. Anytime Bagger Vance, like, you're spitting that knowledge. Yeah, like Matt Damon will say something. They do uh, that good back and forth. His character's name is Randall, uh, Randolph Juna. So anytime he's like, Mr. Juna, you know, and, and Matt Damon wants a certain club and Bagger Vance will be like, I don't know if you should really be using that. And he's like, Bag of Vance, like I'm the golfer here. Like, I'm, yeah, he's like, okay, well, you just gonna go hit that into the woods, and then he goes and hits it into the woods, and I'm like, oh, that fucking Bag of Vance, man, looks he at him like his motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. No, Will Smith is great. Matt Damon is great. Charlize Theron, always love her. Now, coming into this movie, you've heard enough. You've heard enough about it over the years at this point. Yeah, I just what were your real? Movie. What were your genuine expectations coming into this movie? Oh, I figured I'm like, oh, it's probably just like a cute little movie. Uh, I didn't know if it would be silly. I figured it'd be serious, you know, obviously a serious movie, but I didn't know like how comedic it would be. It's you know, it's funny, there's some funny stuff in here. Uh, but uh, I figured I'm like, that's oh, probably just gonna be a nice little solid movie. I said, I was very intrigued though, because I'm like, I want to see. I want to see why Joe loves this movie. Yeah, like, now, I want to see. Now, as you're watching it, were there like certain parts where you're like, I bet Joe loved this? I'm trying to think. I just, well, I just, I know you like, uh, you do like just adult movies with, you know, a good story. You, you're into a story. You want to know this, this, and that, and you like everything. And so this is a, a very tight movie. Uh very easy to follow. Bing, bam, boom. They don't waste any time. It's uh, was it like two hours? Yeah, I don't but even know if it's two hours. It, in all it flows. It flows good. There's no downtime. You know, you get all the shit you need to get. And uh, the actors are acting. Will Smith is is doing great. I'm surprised more people don't talk about like this Will Smith performance. I think he's, right. he's doing a, he's doing a I think great he's really job good. in this. Yeah, I, I think he's killing it here. You know, he's putting on that charm. He's like, you know, he's really doing it. So I'm, I was watching. I'm like, oh, I can't believe Will Smith don't uh, don't get more play for this. Even like, uh, there's scenes where like Matt Damon's gonna quit and run away, and Will Smith's like, oh well, can I just keep these shoes then? Since yes. Yeah. Them He's like, you don't need these shoes, right? <laughs> like, just take them. <laughs> it's great. I love the the little boy. You can't get no honest work and running yeah. out the dinner table <laughs> like boy. I fucking backhand you right now. I love that subplot. My daddy sweeps the floors. He sucks. You gotta remember, this is the depression, so there wasn't I, much work to be had. It's like you take anything. I couldn't imagine. Uh, so I laughed. It was fun. Uh, Charlie Steron, she's good. She's not in it as much. Uh, everyone is kind of back, you know. They're main characters, but they're, you know, off to the side. Mm. Bobby Jones, my third favorite Bobby Jones, I guess, behind Black Bobby Jones and right-handed Bobby Jones. Yes. Uh, Golf Bobby Jones. (laughs) Golf Bobby Jones, the third best uh, sports Bobby Jones that we know of. (laughs) Uh, You know, aside from the two that happen to be on the Mets at the same time. It's crazy, right? It's crazy how the world works. (laughs) Bobby Jones. Uh, But, yeah, I had a good time with this movie. Uh, I went in, not skeptic, but like I said, I was like, oh, let's see. But I was into it. I was like, you know, half asleep at the beginning. I was like, let me wake up and watch this movie. And by the end, I'm like, oh, man, Bagger, what's he going to do? Was he going to, what's he going to do? Now you're surprised at the conclusion, like what happens with Bagger Vance at the end? 
Uh, yeah, no, like I could kind of see it, uh, you know, happening. I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, because it's kind of a trope in movies like this, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, oh, I wonder if if this if if this like a I see dead people thing going on here, something like that. You know, the ghost of golf is trying to help me. Uh, but do this. Here's the thing. Now, I think of him as a ghost, a mystical man. Why the fuck did he need that five dollars then? If he's just gonna walk away <laughs> back and back into the weeds. It's a principle, bro. It's the principle. <laughs> he was guaranteed that five that five bucks, and he was gonna have it no matter what. Exactly. Listen, if this dude is gonna fucking almost lose golf because you know the fucking ball moved, and I gotta be a a stand up citizen, then you're gonna pay me my five dollars, bro. <laughs> That's it. You buy the book. Let's go. <laughs> look, I can't tell you how realistic the golf stuff is. It looked pretty good to me. I don't I know enough. Good. I didn't know. I don't know enough about golf to pick out little things like I did in Sleepaway Camp, where I'm like, why is there a left handed guy playing shortstop? You know, obviously that is something most people do not recognize or care about. So I don't notice. I don't know if any of that stuff exists uh, within this movie. Uh, I do know I enjoy the story. I enjoy the performances. I like these actors. Uh, even the guy who plays Walter Hagen, I couldn't tell you the actor's name, but he's, he's like one guy. of those. He's a that guy. Yeah, you're like, 100%. oh, I know this guy. He's, he's in a that guy. 400 movies you've seen, bro. Yeah. He's always like one of these like background the side older, character. Yeah. yeah, like older, grumpy, curmudgeon characters. Wise out. Yeah, he's definitely curmudgeonly. Yeah. Like <laughs> sometimes smoking a cigar. Maybe he's I like totally the editor of the newspaper or something. <laughs> yep. Crunching that cigar, bro. Totally. <laughs> you know, like just some kind of thing where maybe he's like the boss of the company and he's gonna make you work on Christmas Day or something. I don't know. That's that's what he comes off as. Like, but he's a hundred percent of that guy. And I now the is it Jack Lemon at the beginning of this doing the narration as an older man? Yeah, he's the old man. Yeah. Yeah. So it, in this movie, there's a young boy who's kind of the side caddy, Bagger Vance's assistant. What do they call it? The flag guy, the guy who pulls the pin at the end when yeah. you're on the green. But he's a, a young kid, and now as the movie's going, he's an older man still hitting balls on the golf course, but now he's reliving the story of that time he met and hung around Bagger Vance. You know, Bagger Vance was never to be seen again after these this magical week that he spent in Savannah, Georgia. Have you ever been to Savannah, Georgia? I have never been to Savannah, Georgia. Mm. I've been to Georgia, not to Savannah. Well, I've never been to any part of Georgia. Uh, I, I always want to go. There's always some good restaurants. Like there's a big foodie scene over there. A lot mm-hmm. of chefs, celebrity chefs, and yeah. shit make uh, a home in Atlanta. So that's always something. Maybe if I go to Disney, maybe I'll make a pit stop. Mm. You're gonna what? Fly from Orlando to? No. <laughs> the plan for if we go to Disney, uh, when we go to Disney, is I probably drive, send the family in the the plane. Because if we're going to be there for a week, so we have a car to get around and do non-Disney stuff, you know what I mean? Why would you do non-Disney stuff? Well, I mean, if we want to, you know, do like three days at Disney and then another day we want to go do something else in Florida. There's maybe, visit, maybe visit a friend who, you know, lives in Florida or something. Who the fuck do you know there? This guy, he uh, hosts the number one podcast in Namibia. Oh, really? In Namibia? <laughs> Whatever that thing is. 
<laughs> Bro, there's not even a sizzler here anymore. You know what? Just don't bother coming at all. I know. We've been talking about uh, a family trip to Puerto Rico. There's still a sizzler. They in Puerto have sizzler Rico, there. Right? Yes, they so, do. Yes. So that's 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 high on the list. Like, yeah, we, we should go there definitely. Oh, I can't wait. Puerto Rican sizzler. I'm so excited. I've had it. Is it the same? Everything's the same? Is there anything no. special? Well, I was there early, so we were having desayuno. Oh. Which is fancy word for breakfast. Yes. That's how you say breakfast in fancy. <laughs> but now I know how to say it. and uh, So, you know, always learning. Always. Always learning. You're never too old to learn. Uh, and we're never too old to give this a score, so let's hit the music. Oh, baby. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? The Legend of Bagger Van. This is one of Joe's favorite movies. I'm going to start it off here. I was going to say I would like you to start it off. I'm going to save it off for you. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I figured I would, but I was really into it, you know. Uh, It's a thrilling golf match, seeing if he could come back and uh, and win. Uh, So I was entertained. Like I said, I thought Will Smith was one of of his uh, best performances. And uh, who doesn't love Matt Damon, right? I always love me a Matt Damon movie. So I'm going to give this movie three and a half main man. All right. Yes, it was a very good movie. I really enjoyed it. Is that uh, higher or lower than you were expecting coming in? I figured about like three. I figured it three. So it was a little, a little more than I thought. So, But you left here with a good taste in your mouth. And yes, I, I did. A, what I like to call a PMCE. A positive, memorable customer experience. <laughs> that's, that's, exactly that's what I'm trying to provide to each one of our listeners every week. A PMCE. I want you to walk out of here as happy as you could possibly be. That way you cannot wait to come back. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I mean, I don't know what's left to say. It's one of my favorite movies there's just something about this movie that sucks me in i get i get it in the feels when i go through matt damon's heartbreak <laughs> just i feel it in my bones i feel it down in my plums oh, no. it's it's it gets me and his relationship with Charlize theron Man, if I haven't been there 106 times, you know, never, never took the walk down the aisle like my man, the Hulkster did. And there's a reason for that. But you know what? I I do feel the heartbreak the two of them go through, even in the town of Savannah, Georgia. (laughs) And Will Smith, what can you say? Listen, I mean, we take knocks at Will Smith for a lot of things that have happened over the past couple of years. He's made some stuff that is not so good. But when Will Smith gives you something good, it's not just good. It's a fucking banger. And this, to me, is a goddamn banger. It's one of my favorite movies. It is five stars of quintuple main man unicorn. Love to hear it. They don't get any better than this one, friends. 
This is the Burger King original chicken sandwich of movies. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Go fucking watch it. It's on Pluto TV if you haven't watched it, if you're interested in watching it. In all honesty, if you do have interest in watching it and you've never seen it before, maybe just rent it on Amazon. Pluto TV really dices it up with all the commercial breaks at some very weird parts and interludes. It doesn't make for exactly the best watching experience. So if it's a movie you haven't seen but you have interest in, just spend the three, four bucks on Amazon rentals and watch it on Prime. Right? I think that's fair yeah. to say. I agree always. Why not? Boy, there we go. Joe Joe got to enjoy a movie for the podcast. Look at that. Yeah. And and with that, I would like to announce the conclusion of the Car Jomez podcast. It's nice knowing you folks. It's nice knowing you guys. Thanks. Try the veal. Tip your waitress. But Gomez, what are we watching next week? So next week, uh, the big movie is the Weird Al movie. I think that's a movie that we would like. People we listen to the show would like, I, I would think. It's on the Roku, Roku channel. I don't really know anything about that because I never used it. But, I mean, it's an app. It's a free app. Mm-hmm. So fucking download. It's free. Watch a free I'm- movie. I'm interested. I will say that. I'm interested in the Weird Al movie. Weird Al has honestly an incredible story if you think it's about crazy. it. Because what he was doing, I don't even know if it was cool when he started doing it. Like nowadays we get, I mean, how many fucking thousands of parodies and memes. Weird Al is the kind of original meme. Yes. Making fun of something popular that you know and love. You know, so I'm very interested to see how this story is portrayed and presented. Uh, maybe I'll DM Weird Al, see if we get him on the show next week. <laughs> see what kind of success I have with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, One of these days, someone's going to say yes. 100%. Law of averages. Just keep on trying, right? John Cena, if you're listening, you're always welcome, pal. Always, bro. Anytime, anyplace. Uh, but yeah, that's... Uh, because I think this month the only the only big release this month is Black Panther. That's the following week, the eleventh. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't think anything is uh, really coming out. Now this was week two of Black Adam. How did we do at the box office this week? I think that's only week two. Really, that hasn't been out. Let's. Yeah. That's crazy. That seems like that came out four weeks ago. It does seem like. That. <laughs> but it was. It was the end of our. Yeah, it was the end of uh, October. That's right. So let's look real fast. Uh, weekend box office. Black Adam was uh, number one again. It made twenty seven million, which isn't bad drop. at all. But that's that's a, steep, that's a steep drop, though. But I mean, I, I to be honest, I didn't even think it would make that much money. So to really? me, I'm like, oh wow. I figured it'd be like fucking fifteen. The way people talked about it, because look, it was uh, it dropped fifty nine percent, which is bad, but not so crazy. I feel like they, those movies do. They that were a thinking lot. they were going to make eighty million opening weekend. Instead, oh, they made, you yeah. know, it took them two weeks. Yeah, no, this that's the money. The movie is not uh, making money. And uh, did you see? So they announced. Uh, I know you don't watch it. That show, The Witcher, on Netflix. Yeah, right. Uh, I know of it, but I haven't. Watched yeah, it. I watched a couple episodes. I just wasn't into it. 
Uh, but the main guy is uh, Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. And so they announced that uh, season three is coming out. And at the end of season three, he will no longer be the main guy. They're going to switch. So now he's going to be busy doing Superman? I guess because he's back doing Superman, he maybe don't got time to uh, do this show. So they announced he's being replaced by Liam Hensworth, of all people. It's very interesting. Really? So different. But uh, I know people were bugging out because that kind of sucks. You're watching the show. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like, yeah, uh, he's not the main character's not coming back next year, bro. Sorry, it's like, what, huh? So now, are they, are they just recasting the role, or are they gonna like no, kill he's gonna this be character the, he's, off? He's and... the same character, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I, and I don't know about the story. Maybe the character changes, like a Doctor Who thing. I don't know, I doubt it, but I think they're just gonna roll with it. It is what it is. Poochie died on the way back to his home planet. So I, I assumed it was the Superman thing, but we'll see because nothing is announced yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, big news came out last week, right? Right after we did our podcast, DC announced that our double main man, James Gunn, yeah. is uh, the co- uh, He's going to be their Kevin Feige now. Yes. So he's doing the creative side, and then he's got a partner who is more about the uh, business side of stuff like that. I mean, so probably as, as good a selection as you can. It's someone who understands the DC universe, understands the characters, yeah. and has, honestly, now a, a pretty damn good track record of success with these ensemble superhero films between uh, this last Suicide Squad film and the Guardians of the Galaxy. And we're also getting a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. The trailer came out for about so a little over a week ago now. Looks I mean, just on, on trailer alone, it's a fucking unicorn. It's so good. It's a <laughs> it great so trailer. <laughs> so, and yeah. speaking of trailer, Gomez, um, I know you watched it because you sent it to me, the trailer for uh, Ant-Man. Oh, yes. The Ant-Man Quantum trailer Mania dropped. Yep. Looks crazy. Looks like we're going to be spending that whole movie up in that quantum realm doing some wacky, crazy shit. I got to be honest with you. I love the Ant-Man films. I did not love this trailer. Well, because now you're told you're getting a totally different Ant Man movie, right? We love Ant Man because it was its own little thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's just going to be this crazy, wacky thing, and it's probably going to be tying into everything with uh, Kang the Conqueror's in there. Yeah. They show him, so we know something uh, big is going to happen in this. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be different because it's going to be a big movie. These are supposed to be smaller movies on the side, but uh, I-, I like the character, so you know, right? We like Paul Rudd, so maybe we'll still have a good time with it. I, I'm just, I'm not sure I love like the Ashley Madison aspect of uh, Janet Van Dyne trying to keep um, Hank Pym away from the guy she was uh, getting around with over in the quantum realm. There might be more to the story, though. Maybe there's something else bad in there that she knows about, you know? We got to see. I don't know. There's. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that, that kicks us off, right? Because this Wakanda, is this the start of the end? This is the end of the, the phase, the Black Panther, right? Dude, I don't even know how that I don't remember. I think, I think that's the end of the, the phase four. I could be wrong. There's and just so many shows and shorts and movies, and this ties into this. And then everything got screwed up over the past couple of years because of COVID. So I don't know where it begins and where it ends anymore. I don't think they know either. Yeah. <laughs> they're, probably, they're scrambling to probably... Make that timeline work for everything nowadays, I think. Oh. Hmm. My goodness. All right, Joe. So that's on the horizon, things that we'll be talking about on the Car Jomez podcast. 
But uh, we can't get there until we end this one, can't we? I think we should hit some music. I think we should. It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joe. Big Finish time. Let's spin that wheel. Big money, big money. I'm always worried we're going to go bankrupt. What's this? What's this? What's this? Pink song. So the artist, Pink. All right. Here we go. I do love Pink, but I haven't, I gotta be honest, I haven't listened to Pink in forever. I feel like she hasn't put anything out, so she hasn't been in the, uh, in the mind here. But I do love You and Your Hand. I love, oh, um, Family Portrait. My favorite one is actually going to be a cover, and it's A Million Dreams from the Greatest Showman soundtrack. That is a good one. She's on that Greatest Showman remix soundtrack. I love her rendition of that. That is a great answer, Joe. Oh, baby. That might be on my three here. So that's, for me, that's going to be number one. Number two for me is actually going to be, I guess, one of her more recent ones. I feel like you know, she was at probably at her most popular maybe about a decade ago, but I'm going to yeah. go back just a few years and say, what about us? That's what about us? Song. I think is a great song, too. That is a great song. And I mean, you can't have to me, this is like a perfect uh, wedding song, gathering anniversary. Whenever you're in like some kind of big gathering, maybe a bunch of goofy white people getting on the dance floor. How about <laughs> raise your glass? It's a great song, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to go Family Portrait, You and Your Hand, and I'll do a million uh, a million things, a million reasons, whatever the fuck that song's called. A Million Dreams? <laughs> uh, there is a, I want to tell a quick Pink story. Please do. So the year is 2002, probably. Oh, the beginning. And your boy had indulged in a little bit of the devil's lettuce. Oh, my. And I was pretty fucking ripped. Me and my buddy, we decided to go to Dunkin' Donuts late night. And I ordered probably about $40 worth of stuff at the Dunkin' Donuts. Jesus, that's Just, a lot for Dunkin' it's Donuts. A, for Dunkin' Donuts, that's a... <laughs> Holy mean, shit. We're feeding a small village on 40 bucks in 2002 at Dunkin' Donuts. But I had donuts, I had sandwiches, I had a vanilla bean culotta. I ordered a ton of shit. I remember I, I was like, oh, and a bagel with butter, man. Like, <laughs> I needed a bagel with butter at the end of all that. And I sat there for the next two hours eating all this stuff. But by the time I had finished all my food, only one song had played, and it was Pink's Don't Let Me Get Me. So after I was positive that I had been there for two hours, I realized I had just been there for about three and a half minutes while this one song played, and I downed all this Dunkin' Donuts food and just like inhaled it. So I could have sworn I listened to Don't Let Me Get Me on loop for about two hours. Turns out I did not, but I will always remember it fondly because of that. 
Oh, what a great story to end the podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Remember to follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Leave a five-star review. Send us a screenshot of that review to Card Jomez. We'll send you an autographed 8 by 10 Other than that, you can follow my YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. Go over there. Leave those lobster kisses emojis in the comments. Yes, baby. I know uh, our double main man, Jeff Montavo, did it this week. He was yes. one of the people to listen to that. We love the Jeffs. Uh, appreciate that. Got more videos coming out. A whole bunch of new stuff up there. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes. And if you've made it this far into the podcast, and I'll be posting this on my social media as well, any shirt that i sell for the month of november if you were on the fence about buying a joe shoes t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash joe shoes 50 percent of all profits this month will be going toward the major pods toy drive so anything oh. you buy from me i will be donating 50 percent of that whether i sell one shirt or 100 shirts on top of my regular donation that i do make every year so if that's a little bit of in- incentive for you to go buy a t-shirt Go right ahead. 50% will all be donated to a purchase at Ringside Collectibles toward the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Toy Drive. You can follow me everywhere on the internet at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back next week. We're watching the Weird Al Yankovic movie, and it's on Roku, which is another app. Free. It's free. It's free. And if it's free, it's for me. You're damn right. I can't wait to see what kind of whacked out shit they got. They probably got some crazy ass movies on there. Can't wait to go through it. I mean, all of these people who offer up that, whether it's Pluto TV or Tubi, I mean, they all got to get content from somewhere, right? Yeah. So they pick it from the bottom of the barrel. But sometimes that bottom is real good. Oh, man. But I'll tell you what. Pluto TV fucking sucks as far as user interface. I, yeah, I just downloaded the movie uh, because I used to use Pluto TV like back in the day to watch like Riff Raff Channel and like weird shit like that. But uh, so like it just has movies. Like I don't even know how that works. Dude, like, it's just like, so fucking weird. It's It starts playing like, oh, the true crime thrillers. And it's like it's playing and it's like, I don't want you to play it. I keep trying to. Yeah. I, OK, I remember that last time I tried to use it. Well, I was trying to just go through the fucking channels and it just kept starting to play. I'm yeah. like, no, don't play. I'm trying to read what the fuck is this. Thing. Exactly. It's terrible. <laughs> That's a- So like I said, if if you're interested in the legend of Bagger Vance, just fucking spend the three, four bucks on Amazon Prime and fucking rent it. Yes, much better. Uh, So we'll be back next week, folks. Until then. That's a more cowboy. Sorry, baby. (laughs) It happens. Peace. One, two.